0: Hey, beautiful people I love. Hope you guys are having a really, really good day. I am having a great day so far. Uh, Let's see. Let me update y'all on something that happened to me. that That was pretty profound. So when I was flying to Chicago on Thanksgiving Day, I was probably about 20 minutes away from landing at Chicago Midway Airport. And I started hearing this noise. Like, I don't know if you can think of the noise like the plane makes this sound. I don't know if it's like when the wheels are about to release. I'm not sure what it is. But I heard the noise, but then I kept hearing it over and over and over. And I was like, that noise is not a normal noise. And so I'm looking around and I'm like, nobody else hear this? Everybody just? and so i was like i know this is not a normal noise so then probably within 5 minutes the pilot came on and he said you know hey we're going to basically divert and go to chicago o'hare airport instead of midway because i had to shut down one of the the, the left engine So you know, basically we're operating with one engine, so we just have to land at O'Hare. So he was like, you know, we'll we'll be there in the next twenty minutes. And he said, the fire fighters and you know all the the emergency personnel are going to be there on the ground because basically they want to make sure that we don't have any oil leaks and things like that. So the flight crew they calmly you know just went through like it's just another day, and so I'm looking at them like okay, so I just put my head down and I just began to quietly pray. And I was just like, you know, God, I thank you that you give your angels charge over us. And I said, I have work to do in the world still, so this is not my time to go. And I said, I just surrender into peace and into trust because there's absolutely nothing that I can do here. And I had a little tear that was coming down my eye. I didn't feel panicked. I didn't, I, I, I don't, now let's be clear. I wasn't comfortable, right? I felt fear, but I didn't feel panicked or um, any of the things like that. And I was just calm and We landed at O'Hare. You know, we got there very safely, unharmed. The crew was on the ground and um, there were no oil leaks. Not exactly sure what the mechanical issue was that caused the plane to have to shut down the engine in the first place. But I was so incredibly grateful. I am so incredibly grateful. But I'm saying all this to say, first and foremost, y'all. I tell y'all that I believe for real, right? I I believe and live my life by certain principles for real. Every time I get on a plane, I'm praying when I get, like before I get on the plane, I'm touching the plane and I'm praying for safe, seamless, uneventful travel, right? So I'm always praying that every, every time I pray. I have people that are praying diligent for me. I'm not leaving here one minute before it's time. But in that moment, you know, some of y'all, some of us, I should say, constantly feel like we're in control of things and we just lose our shit when we feel out of control of things. But like in those moments, you just realize like control is such an illusion. I know that I say it and I understand it conceptually, but number one, control is such an illusion. You're not in control of anything. Number two, so much of the stuff that we are just up in arms over and that kind of thing, it just like this shit just don't even matter. Because in that moment, the most important thing to me was family, was the people that I love. All of the other shit, it mattered not, right? Just just in that, in that glimpse of a moment. So I use this word, and I don't know if it's a word. It just allowed me to perspectivize um, things in a greater way. I didn't text my mom this, but I was talking to her and she was like, there's no way I could have been that calm and I, I just would have been, you know, uh, acting a fool on the plane and I said, and it would have accomplished what? I said, what What? What would it have done? I don't know, but I couldn't have been that calm and I said, yeah, I understand that. And, and that's, that's the whole thing about thinking that you're in control. Like, what, what is it that you're actually going to do? The pilot is telling you what's happening. What, you, what can you actually do? Not a damn thing, but sit in your seat and pray for the best, right? And that's what I did. So thankful everybody landed safely unscathed at a different airport, but that's a minor inconvenience considering, okay? So moving right along. I was listening to something on, um, I'm a firm believer in giving credit where it's due. I was listening to a video and I heard this pastor, his name was Darius McClure. And He said something so profound. And so I'm just going to build off of it. He was talking about how healed people hear differently. I'm going to say it again, healed people hear differently. And so he came at it from one way, but that's that's not how I'm approaching it. And I was thinking about how profound that is that two people can hear the exact same thing and hear it in a completely different way based on what it is that we have going on inside of us, right? And so I've had some seemingly cyclical things that have happened over the last couple of weeks, right? And I was like... My reaction to the things is completely different than they have been in times past, which I took the time to apply my own growth because I was like, man, you have grown by leaps and bounds because a year ago, two years ago, you would have reacted just completely differently. But because of growth and maturity and more self-awareness rather than reacting, you took the time to respond. So if you don't applaud your own growth, you should. So I'm giving myself a hand for my growth. But from the standpoint of healed people here differently, you know how often people say things to you, about you, whatever the case may be, and then what you heard and how you heard it, it may be completely different than the person intended because you have a mechanism or something that is operating in you, that filter that causes things to amplify the unhealed parts of you. What do I mean by that? My former pastor used to say that what offends you reveals you. When you're offended by something, it's, you know, in, 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 uh, urban vernacular, a hit dog will holler, when you're offended by something, it reveals you because people can't offend you by something that doesn't feel resonant with you in the first place or something that you don't identify with. People can't offend you by that. And so you choose to be offended by things that people say. Here's the thing. Even if people meant to offend, to insult you, you still have to take the bait right? But if you are, if there is an unhealed part of you, then a lot of times you will, and you will choose offense, and you will take yourself right down a rabbit hole because of something that somebody said to you. So healed people hear differently. Me and my mom, we have these conversations all the time. My mom forms these narratives about things and about people. And I'm like, mom, how did you get that? From that, that person, somebody could say something like, "Yeah, I don't think so." My mom could have a whole narrative about it, like you know the way that she said, "I don't think so." You know what she really meant by that, right? And I'm like, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't know what she really what she meant. Was this she said? I don't think so, but that's not what she meant." And I'll be like, "Mom, how how did you get that from that?" Because I'm not getting that. She'll be like, "Girl, let me get off this phone with you because." I I didn't hear that. I didn't get that. I'm just like, I'm not understanding how you got that from that. And I'll I'll always say, like, could it be this or could, no. And so she's insistent upon the narrative, the stories that she's telling about what somebody means, what somebody means when they say something, right? And so... Do we? Well, I feel like healing is a lifelong journey, quite honestly. We're always healing and growing and evolving. However, all of us don't do it in a way that is intentional, right? I'm very intentional about healing and about growing and about evolving. So let's talk about what that actually looks like. First of all, I talked about offense. When you are moving in a greater place of healing, you're not easily offended. People can't just easily just get you to lose your shit about something that they are saying about you or something that they are assuming about you. Do y'all know how many times people say things about me or they misunderstand things about me or they project things about me? And I used to be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Let me let, me let you know something. Do you know that I don't give most of those things time or energy or attention? Because I don't need to help people shift their perspective if they are hell-bent on misunderstanding me. If they are hell-bent on the narrative that they have about me, why why do I need to fix that? I I just really don't. I just let people think whatever it is that they want to think, right, when I see people. So I'm not easily offended by other people and giving people that power over me to offend me in that way. Because the more that I've gotten healed, the less offended I am by something. And the other part of that is I will assume positive intent and and get curious with people. So rather than choosing to be offended, I will assume that the person didn't mean anything malicious. Or if I'm unclear, I'm going to ask, what did you mean by that? Can you say more about that? Can you clarify that for me? If it's something that's just really bothering me or something that I'm unclear about, rather than form a snap judgment and come to a conclusion, I can ask a question. And a lot of times, You may ask a question to somebody and you may find out that what you may be thinking that they meant by a thing is not what they in fact meant, right? And so just getting curious as opposed to choosing to be offended is a way to just move differently. So there was this young lady. First of all, I got hashtag no new friends, right? So this was probably about three or four years ago. There was this young lady and... um. I was coaching her, but I, I was—I used to work as a corporate coach, and she was one of the people that was assigned to me. Right? We were—we hit it off. We were cool. We lived in the same area, so we were going out and that kind of thing. And we were having a, a conversation about like corporate politics and that kind of a thing. This is what I said: I said I can see why people wouldn't like you. And she said, "What?" Like what the what the F you mean? She just, she just went all the way on a tangent, right? Now, what I was saying was, I can see why people wouldn't like you because you don't go against, because you go against the grain, because you're very vocal, because you're not just a person who is just compliant, right? And so it was, it was, it was not at all an insult. I was saying I can understand why she has had the challenges that she had trying to work in, in corporate America. Something in her chose to be offended by that. Now, in that moment, I was just like, first, first of all, what you heard me say is not what I said. Here was my intention. Now, if the impact was something altogether different, then I apologize for that, but that was not my intention. And then she's like, oh, well, I apologize too, but she was almost insistent upon making my statement mean something about her that I never said or that I never intended. Well, needless to say, at that big age, I was like, uh-uh, this, this relationship is is way too too high maintenance for me, and so we're gonna have to go on head on with this one, okay? So the other part of this is healed people hear differently. Healed people move differently, healed people react differently, healed people respond differently. Meaning when you do something, say something, whatever you want to call it, I don't have to make that mean anything about me because I understand that your actions and your behaviors are all about you. And it has everything to do with you and very little to do with me. So I don't have to insert myself in the story of your actions, of why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, right? And make myself somehow the victim on the receiving end of what it is that you are doing. I'm not a victim, okay? And whatever you're doing, saying or whatever the case may be, it ain't got shit to do with me. It has everything to do with you. And I just don't have to participate in that whole thing that you have going on with yourself. I'm telling y'all, The path to peace is healing because you will get so much of this stuff and you'll be like, man, this this is like when people say it's lonely at the top. No, the fuck it ain't. It ain't lonely at the top when you're peaceful. People say it's lonely at the top when they're thinking about money and when they're thinking about success and that kind of stuff. Uh uh, It's peaceful up here. You know how the higher you go, the higher you elevate. Like I can remember when I went parasailing, I was scared as I don't know what. But I went parasailing, and it was the air was so peaceful. I was just too scared. Fear pulled me out of peace. But the air was so peaceful. The air was so different up there than where it was on the ground, where it was it was noisy, right? So listen for your own mental health sake, like you can employ some of these principles like stop taking things personally, even when you want to. I said this before, we all have core wounds. Those core wounds are a part of who we are, right? The core wounds will not go away, but you can create new patterns in your life. And as those patterns are created in practice, you move further and further away from the impact that your core wounds have had on you. My core wounds invite me to go backwards and invite me to respond and do the same things as I have always done. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take you personally. I'm not going to make whatever you're saying or whatever you're going through mean something about me. And Even when I want to, I'm just not not going to do it. Have I perfected this? No, I haven't perfected this, but I'm practicing this on a regular basis and I can tell y'all my peace is just like, I'm, I'm proud of it. Here's the other thing about that. I would say you have, when you move from a place of greater healing, you can give people the benefit of a doubt more readily. Like there is something with the stories that we tell ourselves about people, about what's going on with people, about people's intentions. And when you are just not attached to any of that, you you can give people the benefit of a doubt. Like you can extend grace. You can extend compassion. I said this in another podcast from The Wisdom of Trauma. And, And people get on my nerves, just to be clear, right? But it's not all most times what's wrong with people, it's what's happened to people. And so I'm a huge advocate of setting boundaries and protecting your energy and your spirit and that kind of a thing. But within that, I can also extend compassion to people. You know what? You know, we live in a cancel culture And everybody just says, walk away, cut off those things and those people that no longer serve you. But I was taught that you can leave without abandoning. You can put distance between yourself and, and another person without further wounding them. But you have to be moving from a place of greater healing to even do that, right? You can do that. You can protect your boundaries. You can put distance between you and a person or you and a situation. And you don't have to further inflict pain upon someone. Because if y'all think about it, a lot of us are navigating life from a place of pain, from a place of trauma, from a place of unhealed trauma that we've swept under the rug, we haven't known how to deal with. And so a lot of us are really doing the best that we can. We can, but because some of us are really fucked up on the inside, we fuck up things in people around us, just putting it uh, maybe in more palatable terms hurt people hurt people why do hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people because hurt feels familiar right if you have something in your bloodstream if you get cut what is coming out of you what is what that, that's what's coming out of you and so hurt people don't hurt people all the time because they are malicious Um, or because they have intent to hurt. Hurt people hurt people because they haven't healed. Some people don't even know the extent to which they hurt people. And so I'm not telling you to just be subject to other people's things. That's not what I am saying. But what I am saying is sometimes just giving greater compassion to people like there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "Lord, forgive them because they don't know what they are doing." They they really don't even understand what it is that I are that they are doing. I'm telling y'all, I know that somebody if they haven't gone to therapy, they sure in the hell should have from dealing with me, from probably levels of hurt and things that I've done just from an unhealed place, right? But I would hate to have who I used to be hanging over my head in light of who I am now. So I can give compassion to people because, number one, I know that I needed it, right? And I know that people can change and evolve. So you can just extend greater compassion to people. Just like I'm always saying, extending greater compassion to yourself, we can use more, more um, compassion in the world. Like, I have a, a, a situation right now. Where well, there are two people on the list and they are like really what I would say on the on the chopping block. And I had to go and talk to my guy, God. And I'm like, listen, look here. Let me holler at you. God, um, this is how I'm feeling about this. This is this is that. This is that. And here's why. And you know what? God starts speaking to me about those people, and God starts speaking to me about what they were going through. And God starts speaking to me, and I said, Okay, and here's how I can just shift gears a little bit, how I can extend compassion, but how I can still have distance there, right? So that I'm not pulled into or affected by what is going on with these people. I'm telling you, your natural tendencies will always rise up. Your your natural fleshly tendencies, the things from your ego that are always thinking about yourself primarily, those things will rise up. Heal people, move differently. Heal people, hear differently. Heal people, act differently. The other thing that I'm going to say that healed people do is you can Release people from your expectations. Because let me tell you about something. Um, I was talking to daughter about this. Me and my daughter both have very high standards, standards that some people say are too high. And for me, it's not a standard of behavior like I need you to be this way. Most most of my standards come from like work or, you know, just wanting things to be done excellently, wanting things to be done. But um Releasing people from your expectations personally. I'm not talking about in business when you've paid for something. But I'm saying just like letting people off the hook for not being who you think they should be for you or to you, right? Just letting people off the hook. Because I can guarantee you that if those people or persons are not who you think they should be to you, they sure as hell aren't that to and for themselves, and quite honestly, that's where they need to start: is learning how to be that for themselves, and learning how to show up for themselves, and learning how to love themselves. Because then, that which they learn and become can then extend to other people, right? And doesn't mean that you have to stick around and wait for it. You can, but what I'm saying is, when you release ex- your, when you release other people. From your standards and from your expectations, you extend grace, but you also let yourself off the hook for being so damn agitated and annoyed and just pissed off with people around you because they're not doing what you think that they should be doing because you can't control them, right? I'm telling, let me tell you, I said this a few podcasts ago that at 50, peace is my biggest flex. Peace is my biggest flex, but, and I do agree but I think love is like invading my heart in a in a different way, right? Love and just and just a very, very different perspective. Because man, people people are really hurting. Like I you know, when I was just looking at just like suicide rates and, and the stuff that I hear people say, I'm just like, God. I just can't even imagine what it's like to live day to day with existential pain and unhealed trauma and like mental mental health things that are happening because of unhealed trauma. And y'all know how many people live with anxiety and panic and depression? And so I'm just like, you know, if I can just love a little more, love a little deeper, love a little louder, extend more compassion... I I think I can help make the world a little bit better, right? At least, you know, to the the people that I can touch. But the best way to do that is to continue on my own healing journey. Because as I heal, my capacity is increased. My capacity to deal with others' issues and deal with others' imperfections and deal with others, you know, whatever it is that they have going through. And I'm going to tell y'all... This is how you know when you've been called by God to do something, because it's the polar opposite of my personality. It's the polar opposite of my natural personality. The thing that you've been—this is just an aside— the thing that you've been given by God to do a lot of times requires you to die many, many deaths to who you are, who you think you are, who you thought you should have been, because it's only from the place of surrender— that God can really move through you, you know, to in, in, a, in a way that he intends. So I would encourage you to continue on your healing journey so that, you know, we move from the the side of the equation that is the problem to the side of the equation where we can be a solution, right? Because I used to be the problem. I'm I'm telling you, I I was a whole lot of people's problems, but (laughs) I graduated y'all to the other side of the equation. And so now I'm a solution and I'm helping other people heal. So yeah, all that to say, heal people, hear differently, move different, react differently, respond differently, love differently. Okay. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of the day.